secret location, the city that moves mountains. Greetings. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. What's up, Flackers? How are you guys doing this week? Good morning, everyone. Tired. It's been a week. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. It, uh, it's been a week. I mean, honestly, for me, it seems like the new year. Sometimes the weeks just get shittier and shittier. But, you know, maybe not. Maybe not. Kind of. Yes, kind of. So uh, Shorter and shorter. Shorter. The days are getting longer. Yes, they are. They're getting shorter. Only in February. Still getting shorter. <laughs> yeah, but in March they start to get longer again. I like the fact that uh, the the you know at six o'clock it's still daylight back here, just starting to get a little bit dark. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like they're getting like it's getting we're getting more daylight. Yes, definitely. And, that's and I don't care that what I, love. I don't care what the groundhog says. You go by how Fuck much you go by right. how much your horse sheds. Like that's that's when spring, that's when you know spring's here. No, we uh, before we started recording, we shared some news with TikTok. We're not going to mention what news we're going to share coming up in the next couple of weeks, and we'll explain more as we go on. We are going to be taking a short six week break, starting at some point. Uh, we will tell you when uh, what next week, week after next, and. Uh, but, you know, first, I kind of need a break, and then I'll be doing a special special, uh, special detail, I guess you could say, for the You're show. You're on a double secret project. Exactly. Detail. Exactly. Yeah. And I do not care a bit to tell the audience once um, we make the project while we took Listen, the break. Listen, it's on need-to-know basis. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But once I get that secret project done, I will Dropbox that to you guys. So, to see what you think, to see if, if that sounds good, if I need to change anything. So, uh, before we dive into listener email, we had some, uh, we had two emails from a troll uh, earlier this week, and I think you guys got them as well. Did, did you get the last one that I sent you from... Jamal or whatever his name was. I don't know if it's necessarily was. a troll. I think it's just somebody with an honest opinion. But they have the same IP address. They have the same IP address. I think it's a troll. So That's the same device. You know. I just find it interesting. And, you know, if... But we can talk about it later. We yeah, I mean, and I, I'm not going to read their email, period. You know, if you don't like this show, you don't have to listen. Nobody's holding a gun to your head, you know, so... Or are they? <laughs> Well, I don't think Sam the alien has a gun back there that I can see. What's his name? He's Wait, packing. what's his name? Sam. Sam the alien. Sam. Yeah. yeah. He's packing. Sam and Frank. When when we do a when we do a on location uh, show, uh -huh. Sam and Frank are going to have to hang out. Okay. All right. That hey, that sounds good to me. Hopefully, we'll have a on location show coming up uh, soon. Very soon. Um, we're going. Hey, maybe that can be our comeback show. Hey, that's a good idea. That's a damn good idea. That is. That is a damn good idea. Here to chew bubble gum live from the barbecue pit. That has a nice ring to it. What do you think? Oh, yeah. It's finger looking good, son. Well, I could take that several different ways. I don't. Uh, 
I'm not going to comment on that. I'll let Rebecca start out and read the first email this week. What did I do? I missed it. He's not going to comment. You guys. What's up? Uh, this is from Alpha Galaxy. Hey, Goose, Dirty Dan, and Queen Rebecca. What do you think about all the scientists coming up with nothing supposedly as they scan the universe for ET life? So many variables to consider. Who's to say they even communicate on radio frequencies or any other way or any other way we are looking for them? At the end of the day, science needs to think outside the box, like our friend Nikola Tesla. Roswell, my fellow truth seekers. Um. Who wants to go first and answer that? Well, I mean, I've read a couple different stories on them mapping the sky and finding the radio signals. And so far, it's just been space dust and junk. Um, I agree. I, I don't think they're going about looking for them the right way um, or trying to find their communications the right way. Um I think they are reaching for the stars, so to speak, um, because they're too afraid to just put their head down and look right in front of them. That's that's a very good response to that. Mine was just going to be like, um, I don't think they're going to let us know the truth, you know, even if they find out. So, Rebecca, what what's your thoughts? I think I think it depends what scientists you study and look at because there's scientists that will say that there's nothing out there and then there's also scientists and ancient theologists that say that there is something up there and that they have been able to contact them and, and find signals and all these other things and especially with the, like the crashes and stuff that they've had. I mean, it, I think it just depends what you look at. I think there's a little bit of truth behind all of it, but as far as like mainstream coming out with anything, it's all going to be bullshit. Definitely. What well, uh, a beautifully comms uh, comment there. Can you click on that and pull that up? I can. And uh, grand rising everyone. Um <laughs> We when we talked about and we definitely need to do an Antarctic episode before we take the break. Now uh, addressing this comment, uh, we did talk about a base. Um, I think we did. Um, I don't. Oh, okay. Okay. Everybody contracted COVID in Antarctica. Yeah, we may have briefly mentioned that, um, and for some reason. Uh, when they said base, I thought they were talking about like a secret base. This is the actual known, what U.S. not U.S. base, but it was it was another country, correct? <clears throat> Where they all came down with COVID. I'm just gonna say one thing about this, and it's gonna quote a TikTok, and that all these anti-vaxxers are stupid because you know you can not get the jab and then. You get sick with COVID, and then you can spread COVID, and then you can die. But if you get the jab, you can still get sick with COVID, you can still spread COVID, and you can die. Did you see the clip of the comedian that was on TikTok and on the news? She was uh, doing a set of uh, stand-up, and she came to a section in her routine where she was talking about how she never got COVID, she never had was vaccinated, she was God's favorite. Then she slips and falls, and... Uh, uh, sets up like a brain bleed, and she had to be hospitalized. That happened a few weeks ago. I'll have to look for that when we get done recording and uh, send that to you guys. So, uh, and I can't remember her name. 
Uh, but actually kind of funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, it was definitely funny. Uh, moving on, let's see. Motor Lives says, "Hi all. I would like to know how many uh, O R H blood kind are present here. What do you think about your blood and its properties? Could it hold secrets that have been long overlooked? Regards, Motor Lives. It's funny." Listen, listen, listen. Okay, here's the deal. Um, it's gone. It's gone now because it was on the old account. I did, I did a, I did a, back when I first found the map, but I was new to TikTok. I didn't understand the rules. Okay, I did a blood video, went viral. It had over like a million views. Like it was, yeah, it was bigger crazy. Than your fake it was bigger than my fake pissing video. That's not, that's why do you keep bringing that up? <laughs> And um, you say it without realizing it. that's that's your viral roots. If you took a fake piss in a ho- in the corner of a stall and you blew up overnight, no, 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 no. Um, here's what I will tell you: is I would not be discussing your blood type publicly on a on a public platform because I do know that there's like a whole like dark side of that story, and. We can go into that at another time, but I also do know that if you do research like the the RH negative, so the RH the RH signifies the um the the Reese's gene. Oh god, I am pulling information out I haven't looked at in a while. Um and it has to uh, I don't know where that note. I don't that's an early note. I don't it's not in that notebook. That note is I don't know in note limbo. Um, but it has to do like, there's, there's different theories about where that blood type comes from because they can't trace it back. So it's just, it's just, it's interesting. Like if you want to look, I would definitely recommend doing some research on it. Yeah. But I mean, don't be posting your blood types nowhere. No, no. <laughs> I, I, and I'm going to be honest. Y'all can criticize me. I don't even know what blood type I am. I did once upon a time, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if I remember it correctly. I know I do have it rolled down in a notebook. The only book reason I somewhere. know is because the only reason I know is because I was pregnant. They took my, they told me my blood type. That's the first I knew about it. Um, I think our blood could hold many secrets, and there's been some. I think it may have been a segment of Ancient Aliens I watched, where it was talking about how there's a village in Europe. I can't remember the name of the village, and they were talking about how uh, their blood was different it showed like different genes that nobody had ever saw before and people believe that they were descendants of the um uh anunnaki yeah that's that's uh, that's exactly well that's exactly what i'm talking about is they can't trace they can't trace it's the rh negative so if you don't have that rh gene in your blood that's the part that they can't trace back um, it talks about the the fallen angels, and it goes into like right. And then if you and then if you want to twist angels into aliens, because that's right. If you know, you know. But um, what else is interesting about that is holding. As far as it holding secrets, I mean your your blood, right? Like from your parents and their and their parents, and and it just it keeps going, right? And especially with women, right? Like mm-hmm. because I had Charlotte. Don't mock me. Oh, but right. So women, females, their eggs are, you're already born with all of your eggs that you're going to have. Right. So like I was already creating my great grandchildren when I was pregnant with Charlotte. What? Mm hmm. Yeah. It fucks you up when you think about it. Yeah. Dirty Dan, you had very little to do with creating Charlotte. The blood, right? 
Huh? I said, yeah, Dirty Dan, you had very little to do with creating Charlotte. I understood the assignment. <laughs> I did what I was told. She did the rest. No comment, Rebecca? I, 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 I'm relating it back to the blood. Like, that's what we're yeah. talking about. We're yeah. not talking yeah. about this over here. We're, we're talking about blood. Right. How do you like Fertilize. Stop. Uh, Dirty Dan, do you so, want... Or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Once the queen is finished, do you want to take the next email, Dirty Dan? Grandchildren. Yeah, grandchildren. Grandchildren or great-grandchildren? No, I was responding to the comment. Yeah, no, grandchildren. What did I say? Great-grandchildren? Oh, whatever. Same difference. No. All right. That's, that's why I look Dirty like Dan. so confused. Wayne. We got Wayne right in. says, hello, if this isn't a subject that you want to discuss, please disregard. I feel like he's written in before and said the same thing, and we still discuss it. Yeah. Um, I think Russia will use nuclear weapons in the event foreign troops invade. Any land war against Russia will turn nuclear. Russia has just as many nukes as the U.S. does. I don't support sending American men and women to die for Ukraine. Ukraine belonged to Russia as recently as 1991. Just Sorry to go off topic. Roswell. Um, you... really off topic. It's a current event. Yes, it is. Now, I have a very strong opinion on this. Uh, that you and I both. Head, head doesn't necessarily answer what he's asking, but my son told me earlier in the week, and for anybody listening or in the audience watching live right now, you can go to the website, pl.usembassy.gov. Again, pl.usembassy.gov. Now, and this is something that really pisses me off. And this shows how piss poor our politicians are. Um, and when you try to influence another country to do something, it is, it, it is wrong, you know. And I'm going to start at the beginning. And like I said, my son told me about this, and then he sent me the link to it. Okay, so you've got people. You've got people. Uh, it was talking about the U.S. Embassy guidelines. Uh, for people fleeing Ukraine, uh, crossing over into Poland. Okay. Basically, the, um, the flights have been canceled from, from uh, Ukraine to bring American citizens home. If you're still an American citizen in Poland, or I'm sorry, in Ukraine, and if you can get to Poland, you can cross over safely. Now, Poland's guidelines during the pandemic are... If you test negative, you're welcome in their country as an American with open arms. Now, the U.S. Embassy uh, has told the Polish, has asked and requested the, the Polish government to, uh, once they test negative, to also, for any American citizens, to provide a vaccination card showing that they've been vaccinated. And if they cannot provide that card, they have instructed and requested that the Polish government turn the American citizens away. I think that that is bullshit. That pisses me off because you're dealing with people's lives. And, you know, there's a lot of fake news. I don't know what's going on in uh, that country. I don't live there. But this is on the American Embassy website, you know, the U.S. Embassy website. And if you're playing with people's lives over a fucking vaccination card, that is bullshit. And it's time to get out and get rid of these old politicians and this old school thought. And we need to get some honest politicians in there. We need to get some honest people that will do the right thing. 
I'm not saying they have to agree with everybody, but do the right thing, you know. And I do think that when I retire from the cookie factory, I may go into politics. So, Goose, here's, here's, here's what I'm going to say on that, and it kind of backs you up, continues on that. And this is what, you know, I, I wasn't the biggest Trump fan, but I preferred him over the others. But the thing that we needed is a businessman, not a politician. <clears throat> like Trump? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you need someone who understands business ethic and work ethic and not sit on your fat fucking fanny all day long and preach climate control but spend a million dollars in private jets and, and boats in one year while preaching climate control. Um, and no, I'm not referencing Al Gore. I'm, I'm referencing the old dilapidated Barbie doll that lives in California. Um, <clears throat> we need businessmen who can run a business because this country is a business when it comes down to it. We need financial and ethical decisions made, not fat in my wallet because I have all the power decisions made. Well, and I think that's what's happening is you're, <clears throat> you're starting to see, yeah, like there's all of this fake news and propaganda and them promoting different things about other countries and different countries. I mean, there's ads in other countries about here's a, a, for a dollar a day, you can feed an American. Yeah. I mean, like, so the, what they're propagating to other countries about what's actually happening, that's, that's the whole, that's the whole charade. Right. And I think if you look at it from a, a real, you know, through fucking TikTok, because let's be real, that's where we're getting our news from. I mean, we're watching it live from other people, from citizens who are there reporting on it. You know what I mean? And you're seeing this reform happen. You're seeing this revolt. You're seeing this. No, it's time for change because everybody feels the exact same way you do. They're fucking sick of it. They're fucking sick of it. And it's happening. It's just going to get a lot worse before it gets better because destruction's loud and it's going to be a whole, the, the movie's coming to an end. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I totally agree with what you were saying, Dirty Dan. You know, you do have to run it as a business, but a business can't run without people. You have to take care of your people first. And I'm talking about right. the citizens, the legal that's citizens of the United States. You have and to that's take care of them people first. Like, you know, right? Are like, hey, no, I'm going to get into this. I mean, there's there's people that are you know running for office and getting in, more involved in their local government because that's where it actually happens. Yeah, but I mean, run it as a business with work ethic, and mm -hmm. because you'll treat your employees with respect. That'd be the citizens in this case, and you have you truly have most of their best interests. Yeah. Uh, yes, Scott. Yes. Um, in mind, rather than your own fat wallet and protecting your your coke addicted son. Um, so let's go, Brandon. FJB. Uh, don't care. You know, and uh, uh, Scott. bucks a gallon for diesel. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> Scott, ask a question. Yes, that was the U.S. Embassy that has requested the Polish government uh, once they pass the Polish government. Um, required things to walk in their country as an American citizen, which is just a negative COVID test. Uh, the uh, U.S. government has requested that they also show them a vaccination card. If they've not been vaccinated or they don't have a card, do not let them in. So, you know, and you're more or less yeah, because they're just telling your citizens. You know, I mean, you're more or less telling your citizens that you don't care. I do not care if you're in a hostile yeah. country and you live or die uh, unless you've had jabbed and you've got the card to prove it. 
That's ridiculous. Uh, look, at the, look at the Afghanistan pullout, Goose. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just uh, I don't know, man. The world is uh, the world's in bad shape, and it seems like it's getting worse every day. There's a guy named Brandon, and let's go. <laughs> And uh, thank you very much, Wayne, for writing in. And I'm sorry if I went on a rant, uh, but that is something that I've been holding in all week and saving it for this show. So, And you finally blew your load all over. That's what she said. Oh, my God. There it is. What? <laughs> That's what she Ian, said. Ian, hello, everyone. Here to Chew Bubblegum. First, let me say that I'm a longtime listener, but this is my first time writing in. Second, great show with Shipwreck. Thank you for having her on and making me aware of her. I'm a follower of hers now. Third, I find strange that uh, Baba Benga, who's Baba Benga, yeah, Baba Benga, did a prediction on an attack of aliens in 2022, and in fact, many video clips proves and proof video clip proofs and experts suddenly raised about an alien about the alien topic. Do you believe it's possible for an attack this year, as she's predicted, Roswell? Um, are you guys familiar with uh, Lady Banga or Baba, Baba Banga, as she's known? She's the... No. Yeah, she's a fortune teller. Or do I know her and I just don't know her name? Have I seen her? Yes. Didn't she pass away? Like, oh, I, I mean, it's not been that long ago that she passed away, has it? It's not been more than, what, 10 years? Or it could be more than 10 years. Um, I have done research like, on yeah. her before. Yeah, um, Lady Banga. And uh, I, I've done research on her before, and uh, I don't know. I don't remember reading an alien invasion one. I don't think it was an invasion. I think it was an encounter, a mass encounter. Okay. Uh, I think it was the, the coming of light in 2022. I think is what it was. The light explosions? Yeah. Now, see, we could have those that could be linked to a solar flare. So, right. So, is it is it like, or is it just Project Bluebeam? Because because I I truly I'm going to die on this hill. They're not going to attack us. They're that's, already that's, they're already. That's here. why I, I don't think she was meaning it was going to be an attack. It was going to be a mass encounter. So can everybody hear know. me? Okay, I, I, I just don't, I don't. I don't. I don't have enough reference. I got. I haven't done. I have no idea. So I don't. I don't have a no comment. Can everybody hear me okay? I just noticed Scott said, clean the microphone, Goose. Was well, that you a... keep skipping out every now and then. Oh, well, okay. I don't think it's his microphone. I think it's the connection. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm having major, major fucking internet issues. Like, since the storm, it's been yeah. fucked. Well, usually I have five bars back here, but I'm down to three today. So I do apologize to that for everyone. Yeah, well, I think and... you have terrible internet, and I also have terrible internet, and now it's just a clusterfuck of terrible Together, internet. two terrible internets don't make a good internet. Yeah. Well, you know, and I will, in segment two, or maybe segment one, Probably segment two, I'll uh, tell you guys uh, a little story uh, about something that's very weird that I noticed this morning. Um, I'm going to uh, read uh, Mr. Bolin Cox's weekly email. Bolin, thank you very much. Um, Hello, gang. I've been busy this week in preparation for the Trucker for Freedom Convoy that is set to roll across the trail. 
since I don't have time to sit and write Ewan's this week, I'm going to hand the pen over to little Bobby Ray Stevenson Dave. He has expressed a desire to have his voice heard right here on Here to Chew Bubblegum. Roswell Bowling Cox. P.S. I want to add uh, a real quick uh, about the trucker convoy that I hope everyone involved has a great and most of all safe trip as we continue to peacefully stand up and put a spotlight on the travesty uh, that is our so-called democracy. Okay, so uh, this is from little Bobby Ray Stevenson Dave. Hello, all. My name is Bobby Ray Stevenson Dave, and I listen to your show every week on Pandora. Taint nothing better than Sunday evenings after we get done with church and chores and gather around to listen to the best show in the universe. My favorite episode is the one where Eli the Funny Man said I should do pornos. I think long and hard, if you know what I mean, uh, about what my porno name would be. And I think after long thoughts, I've come up with a perfect name, Buster Cherry. What do you guys think? I think that's a great name. What about you guys? I am all for it. <laughs> Taint nothing better. Rebecca, is 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 that a good porn name? No comment. Um, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Goose, Goose, I have a perfect one for you. Willie Lair. I like that. Willie Lair. Dirty Dan, I have thought of a good one for you also. What about Enormous Peter? <laughs> I even thought of a good one for the queen of the flock. You know, Rebecca, just in case things go horribly wrong and you ain't got no other choice but to do pornos, you could use the name Amanda Mount. Uh, I don't have those copywritten or anything. And Eli, if you're out there listening, you know your old buddy, Bobby Ray Stevenson Dave, ain't uh, going to forget you. Your porno name should be Craven Moorhead. <laughs> Good old Moorhead shout out there. Um, all jokes aside, uh, <laughs> did you see what them son of a bitches done to them M&Ms? <laughs> oh, is that a comment? Or co- My husband walked in the room at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he turned around and walked back out. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Finishing uh, little Bobby Ray Stevenson Dave's email. All jokes aside, did you see what them son of, sons of bitches uh, done did to the M&Ms? No, not the hippity hopper. I'm talking about the mascots for the candy M&Ms. They made them less sexy. That is complete horseshit. I've always had a sexual desire for M&Ms, and when nothing else could turn me on, I could always put a mouthful of M&Ms in and melt a little, then spit them back out. Uh, in my hand and rub them all over my body, specifically on my privates. It's good for the skin, too, exfoliation. Uh, anyway, since they done took all the sex appeal away from the M&Ms and now I don't get a stiffy, I'm just going to have to find a new... Um, Aphrodisiac. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was trying to pronounce it and not stutter. Uh, that is all I got. I'm so happy to listen to this when you read my letter i'm your biggest fan you've done so much to help me and my life uh is now excellent other than the ugly m&ms i will find a new candy to rub on my beans and frank and until then this has been bobby ray stevenson dave in my best jackie gleason voice what the hell is the world coming to 
Ain't nothing better. <laughs> Ain't nothing better. Oh. I got stuck in my hair. Oh. Thank you very much, Bowen, and uh, little Bobby Ray Stevenson Dave. Thank you for that laugh. Dirty Dan. I did. I wrote, the fuck I did. How I was like, next account name. <laughs> Amanda Mount. <laughs> for, for me selling my underwear and my feet pics. Hey, I think that's a great idea. I think little Bobby Stevenson Dave may buy it. I was like, you realize I could have paid for this property by now if you would just let me sell my underwear. Dirty Dan don't have to know about it. That's what I'm saying, Goose. See? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Dan, turn around and face the camera so Dirty I can Dan, see your face. Firewater, come on. Read the next email. <laughs> All right, I'll read it. Firewater, hey, gang. If I Firewater writes in. Hey, gang. Firewater here. I just love the Valentine's episode of Balling with Bowling. You need to watch that, by the way. He gave some really good advice. The wife loved the chocolate-covered chicken. And later on, she dressed up like a honeybee, and I put on the old teddy bear suit. After that, I took Bowling's advice and licked the crack and made her toes curl. Thanks, Bowling, for the excellent uh, advice. Made my Valentine's Day memorable. LMFAO. Gotta go lick the crack again. Keep on flocking. Keep that grill hot. Roswell. <laughs> And uh, thank you very much, Firewater. And thank you very much for the studio gift. I forgot and did not bring it, but uh, I did post a TikTok video. Uh, Firewater got us a very nice gift for the studio, and I thank you very much for that um, again. All right, Mystery Caller, many hellos. This is... This is the mystery caller. I don't have any clips this week, but wanted to say that I really enjoyed last week's roundtable show. I'm listening and we'll provide some clips very soon. Until next time, keep keep a dial in the numbers. Write the world slumber while the world slumbers. Roswell. Uh, let's see. Uh, critic. Now, I, I'm a little confused over this one because we've not mentioned any movies lately. This may He may be talking about an old episode. Um but Critic says that TR3B flick is poop. Pretty much an hour episode of Secure Team with a shitload of CGI. Dolan, and I assume he's talking about Richard Dolan, was the only highlight. Don't waste your time. Terrible film. Thank you very much, Critic. And um, I'm sorry that I do not know what film you're talking about. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. Wait, what? I just started looking at the comments and I'm utterly confused, disturbed, and feel very alone right now. Listen, don't worry about what's happening in the comments. You just let them have their discussions. <laughs> no, it's, it's kitchen. <laughs> Make more money with uh, Dirty Dan's undies? Yeah, yeah. Well, as I said, you just don't worry about it. <laughs> Is that why my boxers are slowly disappearing? No. <clears throat> Uh, Goose, do you have anything to say before I read this next email? Uh, yes. Uh, for you guys that have never heard of... Um, Mike Markham, uh, he first appeared on the Art Bell show in the, um, I think, the late 90s, uh, and Art Bell gave him the nickname Madman, and he supposedly, Madman yes, Ma Madman Mike, and he supposedly built a uh, time machine and actually transported himself uh, from state to state, and he went missing for, I think, about 18 months before he realized who he was and what he'd done. Now... Uh, if you've never heard of Madman Mike Markham, you can just search his name and uh, read about him. Now, we do have an email that Dirty Dan is going to tell you about, and I was really excited when I got this and read it, and I did email him back asking for proof. Uh, 
to prove that it was really him because Mike was originally from Ohio and he ended up after his experiment, I think in um, Missouri. Um, And then the last time that I checked, and it's been over a year ago, he lived in um, Hawaii. So Dirty Dan, take the email away. All right. So we have the real Mike Markham writing in. Says, I saw your links on the Art Bell Facebook pages. First, I am really Mike Markham, a.k.a. Madman Mike, as named by the late Art Bell. Rumor is that I am dead. Well, I'm not dead, nor did I time travel to 1930-something, where I allegedly died on a beach in a tube. Whatever was found in the 1930s was not me. I'm currently working on an experiment, but stalled at the moment until I can get some inverters. I have some 24-volt panels in my bus for a project. They got a little ratty from sitting outside for a bit. This experiment is not an experiment of hyperspace or wormhole exploration. The amount of energy needed for those experiments are out of my range presently. I've considered writing and trying to have a book published, but I'm still not sure about that. <clears throat> and Goose, here are the pictures that you've asked for. They're taken from inside my bus. I can't think of any other way to convince you that I'm the real Mike Markham. Hopefully these will suffice to prove to you that I am who I say I am. P.S. Oh, excuse me. I did talk to Art a few times before he passed away. We would email each other from time to time. I've listened to a handful of your shows, not in any particular order, but I do think that Art would approve. He had a great sense of humor. Roswell, the real madman Mike Markham. Now, you know, if you are the real madman Mike Markham, thank you very much for writing in. Please, please, please keep listening. And uh, he's talking about an incident when he went missing on, uh, I think, the Art Bell message board that they used to have. Uh, someone had found an article from the 1930s where a man was found in a tube, uh, dead on a beach, and the picture from the 1930s, and I saw this, like I said, over a year ago, it looked like a modern-day um, smartphone in the guy's hand. So some people had alleged that that was Mike Markham. Now, I'm kind of leaning towards this is really him because when he explained in the email he had a bus with, you know, the solar panels. And then I asked him for proof. He texted me pictures, or he messaged me pictures from in a bus of solar panels that look like they've been laid out in the weather. Now, I know that you can probably Google solar panels on a bus. I, I did try and Google them, and I can't. And, and in a five-minute search, I could not find those pictures. Okay, so that is why I'm leaning towards that is really – Mike Markham. And if it is, Mike, we would love to have you on the show as a guest uh, anytime you want. Uh, we would love to hear more about, you know, uh, your new project and adventures. And again, I do encourage everyone listening and watching this morning to search Madman Mike Markham. It's a very interesting story. Mike, Mike, Mike. That's what it is. Okay. That's it. But uh, I do want to thank everyone for writing in. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail by calling 606-373-3396. That's 606-373-3396. You can always email us by emailing goose at hereatchewbubblegum.com, dirtydan at hereatchewbubblegum.com, or rebecca at hereatchewbubblegum.com. You can email into the show, netter elliot at hereatchewbubblegum at yahoo.com. Can we um can we take a break? Yes. Yes, we can. We we can, we can take like, a break. Can we do like ten minutes? Ten minutes. Sounds good. We're gonna take a break. And when we come back, we're gonna move straight into segment. 
Contact Rebecca for questions, segment ideas, or if you have a topic you want her to discuss. Rebecca at HereToChewBubbleGum.com. Hey everybody, it's John the Bod, aka the Bod Father. I have a new podcast entitled Beyond the Paranormal, which is on every Tuesday night on Beyond the Paranormal YouTube page, and we'll be streaming shortly on our Facebook page as well. If you want some information, on the paranormal and cryptids such as ufos bigfoot dogman come and check out beyond the paranormal every tuesday on beyond the paranormal podcast youtube site and also soon on our facebook page keep checking back folks we're gonna have a lot of great guests a lot of great information have a good one you could add you piece of shit at the end of any famous movie quote what would it be Hakuna Matata, you <laughs> piece of shit. Goose and Dirty Dan. Give the guys a break. They're not that bright. Are you a horror movie fan? <laughs> yeah, I dig horror movies. Are you searching for a great internet horror talk radio show to listen to? Why, sure, that sounds quite spiffy. Then you need to tune in to DeadPit.com. It's the original horror talk radio show. DeadPit is a show by the fans and for the fans uncensored and unbiased opinions are the goal of the show giving fans honest reviews on new films and vintage classics of the horror genre make deadpit.com your number one horror station destination another turning point of folks stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable and in the end it's right I hope you have the time And we're back! Welcome back! Here to Chew Bubblegum. I have no idea what I did but I clicked, I clicked something and I lost all of the fucking comments. Oh, they're they're still showing up on my end. I know. I lost them on my end. I don't know what happened. All I have is Alicia saying it came out in two thousand two, and then Scott. I see Scott. Like I see him coming back now, but I don't. I clicked something and it went backwards, and I don't know what happened. But we're back now, so and I, I didn't lose the live. That's all that matters. I think they're talking about the Tomb Raider movie because ah. one of them said Laura Croft's dad was a watchmaker, which is a great movie, great video game. Dirty Dan. Well, we're put you on the spot. What are you going to start off with this week? Dirty Dan. I'm. He is no, hoping. Did you say Dirty Dan's name because it cut out? I didn't. Yes. Oh, okay. He is hoping he does not fat finger it. Uh, 
Harvard astronomer predicting what what first alien contact will be like. Not hostile is what I say. So, Avi Loeb, the chair of the Harvard Astronomy Department, has long been preoccupied with the question of whether humans are alone in the universe. He speculated that fast radio bursts could be messages from extraterrestrials, as as we talked about earlier, bogus, um, theorized about alien megastructures, and suggested that an interstellar object that cruised through our solar system could be a probe from another civilization. Now, in a new interview with the German magazine Der Spiegel, Loeb opened up about further about his thoughts about the hunt for alien life and what first contact would mean for human civilization. If humankind were contacted by aliens, Loeb said, it could be one of the most extraordinary incidents in human history. If you think about the history of humans, <coughs> the perspective has changed and as we have evolved. From a single individual to a family, a tribe, a country, and finally, we even found other continents with people living there. He told Der Spiegel, if we were now to find other beings beyond planet Earth, this would be the biggest step ever. What first contact would be like, Loeb said, is almost impossible to predict because all of the different ways that life could evolve outside Earth. I, can, I can't tell you what this moment will look like, he said, but it will be shocking. Because we're biased by our own experiences, we imagine other beings to be similar to us, but maybe they're radically different. But when Der Spiegel asked Loeb what, uh, what he what the favorite fictional alien was, he demurred. To be honest, I don't like science fiction personally, he told the magazine. I have a problem when the action in a movie violates the laws of physics. In those cases, I cannot enjoy the experience authentically. Um, that is literally the ending of the article. And I wanted to talk about this because I don't think he answered... His own question. His own question. I don't think there was a prediction of what the first alien contact would be like. The only thing you said is, I can't tell you what it will look like. So that was more or less a fluff piece. No, not so much a fluff piece as much of a open discussion starter. He's thinking, I see the gears turning. Now, I, and, and this is something that we've talked about a lot on the show and I've thought about it a lot on the show. And you go back to if, you know, and I'm older than you guys, obviously. That's um, why so I have the crow's feet and the bags under my eyes. You're but, just on a different level, Goose. It's yeah, right. yeah. If you go back to the, like, 83, 84, when the TV series or the movie V came out, and for those of you that have never heard of that, that is um, a film that uh, was based on a book. It was a TV series. And it's about these humanoid-type creatures coming to Earth to give us the cure for cancer and all this other stuff in exchange for water from our ocean. That's what they say. But it turns out that they're really here to harvest humans for food and that they're wearing uh, masks. And they're actually reptiles under the... under the... Uh, uh, under the uh, human mask. The way that they first appear, ships are spotted all over the world. That's similar to the Independence Day movies. I think that that would be possible. You would have different ships spotted all over the world. Now, do I think that, you know, they would automatically start, uh, 
using laser beams or bombing places? No, I do not. Do I think our government or other governments would try to convince us that? Yes, I do. Do I think people in our state would go out and try to shoot at the crafts? Yes, I do. You know, and because uh, if you get drunk on a Saturday night and you've and you've had enough Jack Daniels, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go shoot that thing. So, well, remember that story I covered that happened just up the road from us about the meth head in the hotel room, right? Shooting, shoot, you know, shooting at him. So, um, I think it's very possible, you know, that we could have, and I think that that's the only way we'll have disclosure is if different ships start coming from all over the world and they just can't contain it. I don't think any government agency will come forward and be like, we've lied to you all, all along. You know, it wasn't us. It was the old school politicians. Those have lied to you. You know, UFOs don't exist. UAPs do. What do you think, Rebecca? I mean, really, what is the difference? Oh, go ahead. I mean, you know my thoughts on this all the time. I don't think it's going to be a first encounter because I and if we if we look at all of it, like it's not, if they're going to look like us, it's that we look like them. Like, I don't, I don't, if we're of alien descent, right? Like Mm -hmm. if we look at the Pleiadians and we look at all of the other star, star systems and right, like light workers and star seeds and we, and the reptilians. I mean, it's not that they look like us. It's that we look like them. I don't think that it's ever going to be a first encounter. I, I will die on the hill that aliens have been here the entire time. And I think that gods and angels and, and other spirits and things of that nature are aliens. I, think, I mean, I'm dying on that hill. I think that they'll look similar to us. I think there may be differences uh, in some of their appearance because I think that their body would, would be uh, – I can't even think of the word I was about to use – I think that their body would adapt to their the you know whatever planet they're on, but there'll be similarities, and and I think you're correct. Um, off topic a little bit, I was talking about V. Kenneth Johnson is the guy that wrote the book and wrote the uh, television series. I did reach out to him uh, years ago when I was in independent films and stuff. I met him at a convention, and uh, I reached out to him last October, and he was busy. But hopefully sometime in the future, we will have him on as a guest uh, for people that are a fan of the V television series. I'm talking about the original one, not the remake that came out years ago that sucked. So... OV for Vendetta? No. No, that's... No. no. There was a TV show uh, after Lost that was a that was a revamp of V, and it, it, was, it was awful. So, um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and mention this now. We've talked about the Paintsville train versus UFO incident about having Pete come on. Well, I have lost contact with Pete. Pete has not responded to any of my messages. And I went back this morning to pull, and I was going to print off his first message that he ever sent me when he was telling me what really happened in the painful train versus UFO. And uh, for some reason, it is not there. All of our other messages are there, but there is no, like, so-and-so unsent this on my Facebook messages. It's like it's gone. It's not there. I checked my personal Facebook. I checked the Heritage of Bubblegum Facebook. It's not there. So, um, Pete, for those of you that are, hopefully you're familiar with the Paintsville, Kentucky train versus UFO incident that happened in uh, the early 2000s, Pete was actually on the train. 
and uh, he had agreed originally to come on and give us an interview and tell us what really happened. And uh, I could not find what he told me in the message. It was very detailed, but I do remember it. So I'm going to paraphrase for you guys that have followed or are aware of the Painsville Terrain versus UFO incident. First of all, something did happen, but the train hit a mudslide with a bunch of rocks, and that's what damaged the train. Okay, there were two new guys at a station that they were going to, I think in Shelbyana. So these veteran railroad workers decided to have a little fun and create a fake incident report and tell them that their train was damaged by a UFO because it struck and hit a UFO. Um, this is a joke. It, it, it was a joke that got out of hand, and the guys that were on the train, after it blew up, they were afraid to come forward, and you know because the story blew up. You know when they told the the new rookie employees what it really was, and some of them posted the word for word what the incident report said that they wrote up on the internet. It blew up from there, and. Uh, so the paintable- hey, If you look at that report and you go to the NTSB report, the names, why well, the whole reports are are different than what the actual official report is. But like right off the bat, the names are. Yeah, yeah. So sadly to say, uh, Pete was going to come on the show. We were going to disguise his voice. We were going to pre-record an interview where Dirty Dan and I were going to interview him. And uh, for some reason, he's not, you know, responded back. Pete is not his real name. He is a retired railroad worker, and uh, I can understand why, you know, he did not want to come on. Uh, I did a background check on him. He's totally legit. What he was telling me, what you know, I believe to be the truth, but I am alarmed. It was corroborated by, by my contact. Yes. I am alarmed that the Facebook message disappeared with what he told me. Now, we've got emails in the past. It's been a while for us to watch what we're talking about that we're being monitored and watched. Bring it on. You know, watch and monitor all you want to. The only thing, you do, the only thing you're doing by that is getting our views and listens up. So, uh, right. That's what I don't understand is the haters don't understand how the, how the algorithm works. Like, you're, you're pushing out our content. So, thank you. Definitely. Definitely. And haters are going to hate. I don't hate a hater for hating. Haters are going to hate. They're going to do them. It's their job. a lot of. You can't hate a hater for hating. A lot of hate. It's their job. Haters going to hate. But, uh, you know, like I said, you know, Pete, thank you very much for reaching out to me. He reached out to me the first time, I think, back in November, and then we chatted. And uh, the last time I talked to him, you know, he had COVID, and uh, he was going to get back up with me, and my messages have went, you know, unread. Uh, he's still active on Facebook, so I don't know if he got scared. Um I kind of think that you know there there was a little there was a little scare factor there because you know NSA's in the chat exactly <laughs> exactly because you know I'd never had a um, message just disappear like that when the entire conversation is still there. Usually, when you unsend, when somebody unsends you something on Facebook, it says you know so and so unsent whatever, but this was not there. Nothing was there gone so i've had that happen i've had shit gone like a freight train (laughs) (laughs) 
Gone like yesterday. Gone like uh, a soldier in the there. Civil War. Bang, bang. But I've had I've had that happen. I've had pictures completely disappear from my fucking phone. I have I had, had like, a friend that's that's that, that that's happened to as well. Yeah. So, uh, Rebecca, do you have anything for us? No. I just like to bounce off of your stories because I never know what the topic's going to be. And I always talk about everything all the time anyway. So I just, I just kind of roll with it off the seat of my pants. You know what I mean? And it's oh, been yeah. working. It's been working. Yeah. Well, it always so works. I just, you know, I'll just add my two cents in and you stole my stool. Do not steal her stool, man. What is wrong with you? I have a foot stool in here. But um, really, why are you the way that you are? <laughs> No, it's just, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week, so. It has been a busy week. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I never know what kind of story to pull. Like, I never I, know what to, what we're going to talk. And I want to, like, keep it. So I just I just roll with what you guys talk about. Yes, my opinion, I give it. You all, you can pull whatever story you want. I'm going to read, and this is about uh, two, two pages or so. So just bear with me. Um, please. Uh, interject and interrupt whenever you want to. I think this happened in 2017, and you can look this up yourself on uh, ufocasebook.com. This is a Clay County abduction UFO story. Uh, and it starts out, I was in Clay County, Kentucky with my sister and nephew, and there was another guy. I can't remember his name. He was a friend of my nephew. My sister and I were home alone at first. It was getting dark. We were, we were and are very isolated there. Uh, it's miles from the main road on a farm about 410 acres surrounded by other farms. Very country and up on a mountain. There was a knock above the door, but there were no steps. I asked my sister if she thought someone could be messing with us. Most people there wouldn't because everyone in this area has guns, and we hadn't saw any lights coming up the hill. I looked through the peephole in the door and saw something strange. Then my sister asked to look. She said, well, Nancy, it looks like an alien. I thought I would pass out, she joked, and said it's probably something on the glass peephole. A few minutes later, my nephew came up and got out as we were going out saying those lights are back in the main field. We took the telescope out to the edge of the field where we first saw a huge light in the sky. It was shaped like a shiny, shiny silver Christmas ball with two rows of lights or windows. We didn't need the telescope to see the square-shaped light over the field. There was another one to the right, and it was farther away. Then the diamond-like uh, shape chipped. Let's see. Shape, shape, and this is, I guess he spells ship. Um, lights came out of this shooting but floating down. They were coming both ways, and there was about four of them that seemed to float down. I then asked Jody, my cousin, if she could hear the grass or weeds moving. It was coming up the hill. I told him it sounded like the hills had come alive. Then all four of us were standing on the porch looking up at this purple fog, and it had a strange smell. My sister said, I think this is how they control people. I looked at it like a spark, and something had landed on me. I have no idea how all four of us were suddenly standing in the field. Uh, let's see. He says, he goes on to say that his cousin went back to get a shotgun from his truck 
He stops my sister and his mom and tells me to stay back, way back. We were uh, in pitch dark, and you usually can't see your hand in front of your face unless the moon's out. Uh, it's even harder because of the trees in the spring and summertime. Um, he's kind of rambling on a little bit here. And uh, basically, these people were supposedly abducted. And again, this happened in 2017 in Clay County, Kentucky. And um, evidently, the story goes on to say that they were looking and made contact with six aliens who were dressed in silver-like suits that were waving at them. Uh, he said he remembered noises, uh, strange smells, and uh, lights in the sky, and so forth. What's your guys' thoughts on that? I'd just like to address a comment about the fog that smells like Chinese food. I would, I would happily take that. <laughs> I don't think I said Chinese food, but... You know, that is, uh, you know, and that story had not been posted on uh, uh, UFO Casebook the last time I was on it, and I was on it last night and uh, saw that. And that's something we've not mentioned before. Some of the people, the, the, the fog and the smell, people's going to say that that's what swamp gas. I don't You're, buy that. There ain't no swamps in Clay County. No, 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 there's not. And, and and also, if it was swamp gases, it would be happening a lot more fucking frequently. Well, and pretty much everyone's on septic out there, and unless they have a their leech pond purple half a mile away in a farm field, which I I don't know when your leech fields fucking blow, it ain't purple. No, no, it's not. <laughs> now, uh, have uh, have uh, you guys have had any more weird stuff happen? Um, so there's definitely something that's walking like there's distinct, heavy fucking footsteps. And both Dirty Dan and, and Mama Flocker thought that I was fucking crazy because I spoke. It was out of live. It was out of. Well, yeah, but even I was like, I heard something. You're like, you didn't hear nothing. Like, it's probably just animals. I'm like, no, it sounded like a fucking person walking. And then Dirty Dan heard it and he was like, OK, and then. And then Mama Flocker heard it, and she was like, "I thought, I thought you were crazy. Like, I didn't, I didn't. I thought you were just hearing something else." I was like, "No, it sounded like a fucking person." Yeah, yeah. It's it. It sounds like yeah, it. Was that night when I heard? And it goes like the side of the house, like by the wood line, and then it goes behind like the um, half building. I don't even know what we're calling that anymore. But yeah, it's. <laughs> So that's been happening. We had the lights happen. And then there's been a, like, since I've gotten this dog, he's like, I take him out at night and I don't let him off the leash anymore at night because I lose him. But, um, he definitely alerts to different things. And like, I see what he sees for like a brief and then it's gone and it's not an animal. There's, you know, and you let's not say those things. You're getting more and more sightings around, you know, and, and you guys are close to something there that, you know, should obviously uh, attract UFOs or UAPs. But, but I also think, though, too, though, Goose, like as we start researching this, as we start opening up our minds and understanding different things and getting on these different frequencies, we're also unlocking certain things that we're able to see now. Oh, yeah, definitely. De so no. I think that's why there's more sightings as well, because people are starting to get on that frequency. 
I like the hand motions. <laughs> uh, Dirty Dan, what do you have next for us? Uh, I have a UFO sighting over uh, New Jersey. Vernon, New Jersey. It's actually a rather long, similar to yours. Right, right. Well, please, please uh, read away. So, uh, writer states, I was driving home, heading north on Route 515 in Vernon, New Jersey. I had just gotten off Route 23 Northwest. At quite a distance, there was a commercial-looking truck with small yellow safety lights on each top side. Maybe a sander and prep for an expected snowstorm around midnight. Straight ahead, low in the light sky, I saw what I assumed was a plane descending at a distance, as it looked small for a commercial airliner. Then as I drove closer, I saw this UFO flying towards me, approaching a tree line on a slight incline. Again, on my right. The UFO sighting was larger than the length of two helicopters, at least 60 feet or more. It was about 40 to 50 foot high, rather very big. It began to hover, no longer flying. The UFO hovered over the top of the tree line as I approached closer and closer. I was in disbelief of what I was seeing, trying to apply logic, looking quickly to see if there were homes, streetlights, wires, stores, anything I could mistake it for. I saw small red and green lights in a row, and it was like a band that went around the center of it, between the body of it and the slightly domed top. UFO was more oblong than rounded on top, like a watership would have. The lights seemed like they were going off in sequence, as the band appeared to rotate with each series of lights changing. The body of this UFO was dark like steel, but reflective enough that I could see the material of it. Not shiny, but slightly reflective dark metal. My stomach was shaking. I was driving very slowly and tried to slow down as much as I possibly could so I could examine things. I looked in my rear mirror to see if the truck was approaching me, but he had also slowed down. He would have been in full view of this, too, but far enough back behind me that I was not blocking him. The truck kept moving slowly as I was and continued keeping a distance. I wondered if the driver had also seen it. I was now very close and afraid of almost passing under it, but it was so far to the right over the trees that I avoided having to do so. The road was a very slight incline and bare to the left slightly. Once I got around the bend, I could no longer see it. The truck followed me to Vernon Crossing near my home, and I was very shaken up but wanted to go back to investigate further. As it was dark out and very cold on a one-lane road, I did not dare turn around alone at night. I had to catch my breath when I arrived home, and after calming down a bit, I contacted my daughter and best friend to document what happened. I felt victimized, like, why did it have to happen to me? I'm always afraid of being taken seriously and displaying credibility in my paranormal research. Um, and that comes out of MUFON, and that was from the 6th of January, uh, 2021. And you guys aren't far from the MUFON headquarters either. I think you're about an hour and a half away. Oh, yeah, they're in Ohio. Yeah, Cincinnati, or on the outskirts. They may be, part of their uh, office may be in northern Kentucky. I'm not exactly sure. They're a little bit secretive about their physical location, which I totally understand and get that. Uh, Nebraska UFO. This is the first UFO, um, this story, this story that I'm going to tell you about is the first UFO story that was ever published in newspapers. And it happened in 1884. Very few people have ever heard of Max, Nebraska. If you look on Google uh, Maps, the town shows how small it is. It's just under 20 blocks. It's in southwest Nebraska, just eight miles from the seat of Dundee County. The population there is 914. But Max, the blimp it may be, is the closest town to an incident 
That occurred in 1884. The Nebraska Nugget reported about 35 miles northwest uh, in Dundee County on the 6th of June, 1884, a very startling phenomenon occurred. It seems that John W. Ellis and three of his herdsmen and a number of other cowboys were out in a roundup when they were startled by a a terrific whirling noise over their heads and turning their eyes to the sky, they saw a blazy body falling like a shot to earth. It struck beyond them, uh, hidden from the view by a bank. One of the herdsmen, Alf Williamson, was burned as he approached the craft, which he had uh, created a slip in the ground as it dragged to a stop. He was taken back to the Ellis home and treated for his burns. E.W. Rawlings, the brand inspector for the district, came to inspect. The Nebraska State Journal reported on the event in 1887 saying, One piece looked like a blade of a propeller screw of a metal of an appearance like brass about 16 inches wide, 3 inches thick, and and 3.5 feet long. That was picked up by a spade. Uh, It would not weigh more than 5 pounds, but appeared as strong and compact as any known metal. The fragment of a wheel with a milled rim apparently having a diameter of 7 or 8 feet was also picked up. It seemed to be the same material that had the same remarkable lightness. The lack of physical evidence means that nothing more and much is left today. And John Butter, a lead um, field researcher with the MUFON Network of Nebraska, said that the people of Dundee County shy away from even talking about the event. Most of his investigations into the event um, and research, let's see, sorry, most of his investigations into the event and research he first stumbled across when he was putting a tourist guide together about Nebraska. From there, he's found it in multiple books on the subject. There have been a lot of studies made on UFO crashes. Uh, Some people claim that this is real. Some people claim that it's a hoax. It seemed that this was a second crash, but her nose of, and the first recorded one in newspapers of the time. But once the story came out, it started a worldwide wave of similar reports, some more reputable than others. Uh, there was one such case in 1897 of a crash near Aurora, Texas. We've talked about that on the show before, where four alien bodies were supposedly buried in a graveyard. That reporter from the Houston Chronicle investigated the crash, but turned up nothing. Uh, Butter goes on to say that it's ironic that this story is uh, it, it is ironic that this same story, first being told, has repeated many more times worldwide and at later dates. Other countries have experienced same stories. He goes on to say that I wouldn't doubt out there uh, in one of those tool sheds or barns, there is a piece of metal that no one knows where it came from. And again, if you want to learn more, you can uh, search uh, Max Nebraska UFO crash of 1884, and that was the first one that ever happened to be published in newspapers as well. Uh, Hicktown are crashes near the portals or state parks. Was he talking about the one in the story I just read? See if he responds there. Go ahead. 
Oh, were were you all muted? Yeah, Did I you not hear us. No, I heard her say, "Go ahead." So, uh, in a general tw- uh, trend, that is a very good question. Have you ever looked into that, Dirty Dan? Crashes in state parks. I know there's a lot of sightings in state parks with huge bodies of water. Well, there's a lot of, I mean, there are, are a lot of portals in there. And we were actually, we were talking about this the other day. We were talking about the 411, the missing people in national parks are near Startles and Porgate. Por- Startles and Porgates? Startles and Porgates. Portals and Stargates. <laughs> My teeth were out of order. Hey, hey, that happens to me. I would still like to find a portal. I think I would go through it. Come to my barn. Well, I will. I, will, I intend to. So, and I will, <laughs> I will. I will definitely bring something back from the other dimension. Um, we're going to skip on down into segment three here, and um, I was yeah, trying. I was if there was anything in this book about what you were talking about. I was trying to think of a game, maybe next week that we could play. Do you guys have any ideas? Like, so you want to give away? You want to give away what now? I want to give away some T-shirts from Fed Up Gear here to Chew oh, Bubblegum wow. T-shirts, and the winner or winners, once we determine how we're going to do a game, is uh, you know you can email myself, Dirty Dan or Rebecca, uh, at here to chewbubblegum.com, Goose at here to chewbubblegum.com, Rebecca at here to chewbubblegum.com, or Dirty Dan at here to chewbubblegum.com. After the game is over, and we will direct you, you know, uh, to the uh, Fed Up gear selection of here to chew bubblegum merchandise pick out what you want message us your shipping address and we will send you whatever you pick out so we may do that maybe we'll have two winners or maybe we'll do two games in a row what kind of game do you think we should have and anybody watching live right now please comment what kind of game you think we should have i mean we can we can do this a whole number of ways i mean we could do like a drawing Okay. And keep it to- like we could have people like if you want to like, you know, submit your name for a drawing like they have to, you know, do something or we could like ask a trivia question. If you get the trivia questions right, you get entered into the drawing. Um, I think that it should at the end of it. Right. Like whatever we choose to do to get the drawing. I think it should be random like that, though. Like we put like I have. I have balls with numbers on them. We can assign everybody a number that okay. wants to come in. And we can just pick a ball out of the bucket. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take everybody that wants to play in the game next week and yeah. we will, um, everybody that wants to play and we will draw two names and those people will, those two people will play the game and we'll do trivia. So here to chew bubblegum trivia, like about the show? No. Uh, what do you guys just think? Just regular trivia. Just regular trivia. I'm talking like Jeopardy-style trivia. You know, pop culture, history. Dirty Dan, what do you think? Cooking? Could we have a cooking? Could you give us some cooking questions? I mean, yeah. I think that we could do this, and I think that we can do it a little bit bigger than just two people. I think we can do like a bracket system. I don't know. Or we can just pick two people. Well, you know, I mean, like if we have like eight people that's on comment right now that want to play, we'll take those eight people's names, we'll draw two people, and then those people will play. Sudden death. Yes. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. (laughs) Two men enter, one man leaves. Oh, there you go. There you go. 
Oh, well, do you guys have anything this week? I know this is going to be a short show. Ha ha, short show. <laughs> no, it's been a very busy week. It uh, has been. Yes, 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 it has. But we will do this next week. We will do this in segment three next week with the uh, game. And um, again, we anybody that wants to play. Just be here, you know, on this um, platform, commenting like you do. Just be like, hey, I want to play. We'll, uh, when we start the game, we'll wait like a couple of minutes to make sure we've got everybody that wants to play. We'll write their names down. Dirty Dan, will you draw them out of your hat? Or Well, I have a ball. I, ha- I already have a ball thing okay, with we'll, all the numbers. We will draw them, and oh, then the oh, we'll yeah, start asking yeah, questions. I'm an asshole. So this is going to be the 27th then. Yes, next okay. yes, next Sunday we 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 will do this. All right, I'll do a promo for it. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, be sure to check out though Fed Up Gear and send them some of your support. Don't forget about upcoming episodes of Bitching with Bertha, Cooking with Dirty Dan, and the Shipwreck Show. Dirty Dan, that'll do it. Dirty Dan. Um. And be sure to check out Carbon Capture Shield, carboncaptureshield.com. We had DJ Nikki, the founder of that company, on that with us last week again. Uh, go over, spread the message, spread the awareness, send some love, tillvalhallaproject.com, and go to YouTube, check out Adventures with Purpose and what they do and their message. Go to their website, adventureswithpurpose.com. I want to say special thanks to Carlin for all the voiceover work, and don't forget you can pick out the Midlife Crisis album out, available now. Um, be sure to check out and support friends of our shows that have their own shows. I'm talking about CK and Uncle Bill over at DeadPit.com. Talk Junkie with Justin Perkins, Jordan and Brad of Down the Holler, Seth Ambergy with Seth's Daily Podcast, Elliot Gertie and Beagle love SpookyFamilyPodcast.com, The Mount Mysteries Podcast with Chris Sloan. And if you're a fan of Cronkite, Snowman, and Large March, you can check them out on YouTube. Just search Paranormal Trucker. And if you are into uh, Paranormal and more, be sure to check out John Marshall and Beyond the Paranormal podcast every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. You can find it on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And as always, if you want to awaken more, be sure to check out the lovely Rebecca Short on TikTok and Twitch. That'll do it for this week. We'll see you next week. And until then, so long for now. Maybe I'm not leaving. Maybe I'm just going home. Flock her out. Thanks for listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. Tune in next time as we dive deeper into things the government doesn't want us to know.